Councilman Caleb Collier said. I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Today on Church and State, we are joined by the incomparable Natalie Paulson. I had to use like a big word to impress an educator. (laughs) Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren, once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. The only podcast that's brave enough to cover the two most controversial subjects, faith and politics, and put them right in the middle of the room with Jesus Christ as the mediator. Yes. Let's go on over to our website real quick for everybody watching. Churchandstate.media. This is where you're going to be able to download your shows, or our shows, I should say. And uh, I'm just going to put a plug in here. Look, it's voting time once again. Uh, it, it seems like we're always voting these days, Gabe. Uh, but right now you're getting inundated with so many messages about support your school, support your school, support the kids, all Pay this for stuff. this levy. Yeah. Spend this money on this bond. Right. And we're going to have a really robust discussion about this. And what is it exactly means? And should these schools even, even I mean, be given your money? Because that's what it comes down to is, is you're giving them your money and the numbers add up. Uh, so download this show, share it with a lot of people. Uh, you're also going to want to take advantage of all of our fine affiliates. Gabe, do you want to hit anyone? Yeah, we, we, I'm just going to stick with the one that's working because I we were watching the economy on a daily basis and scratching our heads. It, it, here's the thing, Caleb, silver and gold, the price has recently gone down. Silver, you can get in at, at somewhere around $22, which, you know, not that long ago, it was in the 25. So right now, guys, you and I both know, every one of you, Paper money is getting less and less to the value. You know, anybody who goes shopping, Natalie, do you shop much? Like you're seeing like. What, I'm a mom, of course. Okay. So you're, you're seeing that you're, my wife tells me all the time, she, she'll, she'll do this fun game. Guess how much all of this cost? You know, cause it's just, I'm thinking, you know, 50 bucks and no, it's like $200. So. And it's in one bag. Get silver and gold physical silver and gold tangible in your hands. So contact, uh, the, the people we trust and there there's physical people who are going to show you how to do it. You can even convert your Roth, Roth IRA, any of your, you know, you were a teacher and you had, you know, pension and all that stuff. You don't want to get taxed on that. You don't want to lose all that hard earned, but you can do it without any type of penalty And the team there at Beverly Hills, precious metals will walk you through that process. Contact them, you know, just tire kick and watch. They're going to try to serve you. They're not going to force you to do anything. So go to that website, Caleb, what's the website? It's Beverly Hills, precious metals. Uh, the link is right on our website right there. Make sure to use that promo code church and state. And we're going to get a little bit of that money back. Speaking of that, you can also donate specifically to us to keep us on the American Christian network. I know there are a lot of people that love this show on ACN, uh, and it costs money every single month for us to stay on there. So if you're interested, hit that donate button. Last but not least, we love getting your emails. Church and state 1776 at proton.me. Write us. We will write back. I guarantee it. Even Gabe, you might write back, huh? I would. I would be your pen pal. Okay. That's how old I am. Back when we used to use letters. That's yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into the discussion. Uh, I'm pleased to be sitting right next to uh, someone who has become a good friend of mine. Uh, Natalie is, uh, for those of you who don't know uh, her history, Natalie courageous. Uh, is very courageous. She, yeah. is, she is an educator, um, and she has kids first. She has that kids first mentality. Um, she came on the scene uh, when she refused to do some things. I don't want to steal her glory. You can... You can 
you know, update our audience uh, in case anybody's forgot or if they're new listeners. Um, but she is, uh, in my opinion, probably the best educator in all of Spokane. So with that introduction, Natalie, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. So I alluded to it a little bit, but can you tell people your backstory just a little bit here? Sure. Um, I've been a teacher for 21 years. Uh, most of that was in special education and then it was a sixth grade teacher. And then I went on to be an education specialist. So I supported teachers and students with the highest need behavioral concerns. And when I was noticing that special ed was really, especially the kids in special ed were struggling, I took off my mask to do a one day protest to stand for those kids that were really struggling. And I got fired. Um, I am now resigned and it is public record if you want to know more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of those things, uh, you, you talked about why you took off these, this mask. Uh, this is the height of COVID. Everybody's being forced to mask up all the time. But for kids in special education, that's very problematic. And can you just talk about that briefly? Absolutely. They were losing language skills. That was number one. Number two, um, hygiene. Uh, it's terrible if you've ever seen, especially a five-year-old in a mask. And kids weren't at danger. They were at the one hundredth of a percent of being in danger. So um, a lot of it had to do with social skills. The kids were withdrawing, not making eye contact. Then they started not coming to school. And it was just overall a detriment to our children. Yeah, I remember thinking well, before we started this show, do you remember when we had to see if people were smiling through their eyes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, like you'd be in the store and you could, you could have a conversation with somebody. I never wore a mask, but when they were wearing a mask, I'd have to try to interpret what they're saying, whether they're happy or angry, you know? So when we had to read eyes and the kids can't do that, especially a special needs child who's they're they're completely relying on your facial structure, all your emotions. And of, of course, you know, your, your body mannerisms along with that. So yeah. It's you know, like, for me, it was a bit benefit, you know, I've got pretty eyes. And so when I put that <laughs> mask over, like I was in my element, people thought I was this really yeah, good looking guy. It was, yeah, it was awesome. Now, um, <laughs> over 80% of language is body language. So you lose that part of the face and children under the age of three, they actually changed the standard because kids were losing so many skills. Absolutely. And then just, 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 so we can enjoy just the vestiges of great memories of during COVID. Do you remember the, in Eastern Washington, I mean, I think it was somewhere in the, in the central Washington, there was a, a school band teacher who had the genius idea of putting kids in green little tents. That was brilliant. Um, yeah. I'm just like scared of trauma <laughs> still. I get, I get, well, is, let's get on the, the subject at hand because um, I, I want to utilize Natalie's time uh, for the best. And what we're talking about right now is school, uh, is it the bonds or levies? I can't remember which one's up. We're doing both. We're so doing both. we should separate them a little bit. So bonds are buildings. That's how I remember bond building and levies are attacks. Okay. So right now, unless you're living under a rock, you've probably seen that there are a lot of billboards, a lot of advertisements that are going up and all of them say the same thing. You got to support your kids, right? The kids, it's all about the kids. kids. Yes. Yes. For kids. And so, but I want to, and I know you've been very vocal about this, which is why I wanted to have you on the, the return investment. It's not really there, is it? It's not. So I'll just give you the quick bond facts. So we'll focus on bond building. So we are currently 972, over $972 million in principal bond debt. That is not insurance. And yes, I'm aware you make payments. And so that adjusts, but overall principal, we will be paying 972 million. 
If we add a $200 million, which is on the ballot, then that's over a billion dollars without interest. Please hear me. Wow. So one of the things that I keep saying is let's pay off our current bonds before we do another one. Right now, I say no for our families because we are struggling to pay for groceries, pay for gas, insurance has gone up, literally everything in our household budget. It's time to give our families a break. I completely agree with that. And, and it's just the standard of, of excellence has decreased uh, consistently year after yeah. year after year. And, uh, you know, we were talking off off camera here. We're we're by no means attacking the individual teacher. OK, and, and I want our audience to understand that teachers are some of the hardest working. Oftentimes they, they're not getting paid all that well. Uh, I mean, you can attest to the fact that you, how many times have you bought supplies for, for the kids in your class? All the time. All the time, right? It, it happens. Okay. So we're not attacking that. We're talking, we're talking about the institution of public education and how they have failed the American public and, and truly your kids. And so, uh, you know, to, to use that old phrase, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Look, throwing more money at the problem is not going to be the solution. I'd like for you to talk a little bit about these test scores that we're seeing. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can look at OSPI, which is your state superintendent, and they put out a report card. And Spokane School District is failing in all areas. So when I say failing, they're failing over 50% in reading, writing, math, and science. But they're graduating at 90%. And let me just add one more fact. Our high school seniors are passing math proficiency with 11%. My wow. gosh. But we're graduating at over 90. How so is that even possible? They just they're forcing them their standards. Yeah, or they're forcing them through. Well, I think it's even more than that. They are putting so much on teachers that do not have anything to do with basic education. They are asking teachers to do all sorts of things um, outside of reading, writing, math, science, and history. So forcing, you, are you talking about CRT and all the other things that they're wasting yes. time with? They're, they're, they're completely non-essential? Like, yes. Is that what you mean? Yes, I do. Shame on Chris Reichdahl. Shame on Jay Inslee. Shame, shame on these, these, what everyone, they, they appear to be like protagonists, but they're antagonists. They're evil. They're, 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 once again, Caleb, like this is the system. It's not the teachers we're coming after. You know, I, I feel like when they put these billboards up, they should include that, that, you know, PETA, um, soundtrack that's, I will remember <laughs> you. It's like, don't it, give them ideas. Good. <laughs> it's well, like, and the state has increased their funding ever since the McCleary act, which we can talk about. The problem is that's for basic education. So our school is trying to put so many more things into the day of a student and I, it's impossible to get through it all. We've mm -hmm. gotten rid of cursive. We, you know, struggle to get spelling in, um, history often gets pushed to the side. And so we're not giving kids that basic education. And, and what is this doing for our kids? You know, like as an insider, um, when I look at, at what education was traditionally supposed to be, and, and now I look at what it's become, and we're sending the, these, them off to these higher education centers, you know, the universities, the colleges, where they're getting more of the same, to be quite honest. And then they're going out into the real world. And you're seeing like these TikTok videos and, and uh, Instagram videos of, of people, you know, they're in their early 20s and they're like talking about how hard life is. Like, I got to I got to work a nine to five and I got I got out with this degree and and I didn't even become vice president. Like we have kids that have this overinflated sense of who they are and what they deserve, but they're not able to perform at all at the standards that keep the world moving. Well, we've taken accountability and discipline out of public education. And that is I will 100 percent that say that is on our superintendent and the 
majority in our legislature pushing through bad legislation. So the, the the question that, of course, our audience is going to have is, okay, I, I may not agree with what's going on in the education system, but if we don't fund this, aren't we going to lose a whole bunch of these like after school right. curriculums or, or, you know, the band or the football team or maybe the school nurses or the school resource officers are all those on the chopping block? So the district likes to tell you they are. And so I like to kind of go into the numbers because now you're talking levy. So we kind of talked about the bond and now we're talking about levy dollars. And they say that there are 14% uh, gap between state funding and what they need. So I'm just confused because when I look at numbers and I know that we have a website, over $126 million more money went into Spokane schools from the 17-18 school year to the 2022-23 school year enrollment was down, but they got a significantly more amount of revenue. And that does not include ESSER funds, which was an additional 145 million in three payments. And it doesn't include another fund stat that the legislature decided to approve the 2019 numbers. So just this year, 2023-24, our district got almost $35 million extra to fund empty seats. So we were down enrollment over 1,700 students. Each student gets about 20,000 per student. And so when you're down that much, um, yeah, 35 million to empty seats. Where is all that money? Uh, that is the question of the day. Yeah, honestly, that's a good question. Is where is that money going? And, you know, we, we can, you know, have our suspicions as far as where that might be going. But if there's $35 million that is missing somewhere, I think they could utilize that cash to ensure that all of these programs or, or resource officers or whatnot can be fully funded without going after us again, the property owners. Resource officers. So oh. they do say levy money goes to safety and safety specialists, but I'm so confused of what that looks like because we got rid of resource officers and I know that I hear every day of violence in the school, even recently. We just had that Park. at Shadle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And typically, are levies and bonds paid for out of people's property taxes, if I'm correct? Correct. So okay, over 60% of your property taxes from Spokane County go to fund public education. And, and somebody who rents an apartment, does do they... Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up yeah. because people that rent, they're like, oh, I, what? who cares? Well, guess what? If your landlord has to pay more in property tax, they are not going to eat that cost. They are okay. going to raise your cost. This is something rent. that always eludes the socialists. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's, it's the evil property owner. It's yeah, all I their fault. It. No, no, no. They're getting they're getting put over a barrel. And so they've got to pass that money or that, that expense somewhere else. And it's going to increase your rent. And so, yeah, I think every... Everybody, and I mean, not even just Spokane County, around the nation should be rejecting these and hold their feet to the fire. Like, look, if you want this money, we obviously all want the best for our kids. Absolutely. You're not going to find any single parent out there that doesn't want the best for their kids. All right. But here's the thing. If they're not producing, why throw money at it? Mm-hmm. Well, and here's a question. What is best for kids? I keep saying no for our families because our families are under financial stress. Doesn't that put stress on the students? Maybe that's why they're not performing. So let's Mm -hmm. take less taxes. Parents being gone. That's maybe they have to work less. Maybe they can spend more time with their kids. Like, let's just try a different approach because it's not working. Can you explain to me the more affluent neighborhoods? You know, you have, you know, my whole life I've been 
pretty much under the impression that South Hill schools, when I was growing up, were way nicer. Not always, but and then you have Hilliard, Dogtown schools weren't as nice. Then you have Shadle that was kind of in between. How, how do we, the more affluent neighborhoods? You know, Mead has gotten pretty nice schools because there's some some higher end. Uh, you know, and they educate their students for about fifteen thousand, but Spokane schools is twenty thousand per Ooh. student. Okay, so the county different rate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Explain to me, you know, what is going on as far as the more, are the more affluent neighborhoods paying more for their kids to go to schools? Is it kind of just like a, a one size fits all tax? It is. Um, and obviously it, it, you're going to pay a certain percentage off of your property oh. tax, but I will tell you that the district says this is a replacement levy and it does not increase taxes, but you can look at the County um, assessor's office and you can look at their reports and this one, it will be 34% increase. So it is an increase so how can to they our say taxes. That? How can they lie like that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm just trying to get the information okay. out because it's not a replacement. My taxes are increasing, period. And, and so, you know, within the, both political parties, they really do this. They, they always, you know, they're, they're going to decrease the taxes. That's one of their benchmarks for both of them. Uh, but this is, this is going to increase your taxes. And so when we look at that, we, we look at the production, we look at the tax increase. I'm still, I'm failing to find a valid reason other than through the fear tactics that they traditionally use as to is. why this right. would pass. Caleb, since meeting you, you, you taught me pretty much when it comes to levies, bonds, firefighters, all this stuff. The only way you purchase it is like capitalism. If you like the product and they're doing a good job, throw money at it. But if they're not doing a good job, don't give them money. And look at us solving all the world's and problems. That's why we need school choice. We need to be able to educate our children Amen. where they best learn. Right. And I know that my school can do it for quite a bit less than 20000 per student. You know, I, I just got back from Arizona last week. And they have that. They have that school choice. The money follows the kids wherever they're going. And I think it's high time that every single state pass legislation to do something yes. like that, right? Mm -hmm. To where if your kids aren't utilizing the public school system, why are you paying into it? Why are you forced into paying into it? Because now you're paying double. You're paying for the, the private education or for the homeschool curriculum. And empty seats. Exactly. And empty seats, yes. So it's, it's ridiculous. Well, and just to put a plug in on voting again, so there's supposed to be a 1% gap or cap. Uh, they get past that by voter approval. So if you keep voting for it, they will never change. I, I, I said this was, was death by a thousand cuts. We were talking off camera again. And, and if you really take the time now, I, I'm not a math guy. You guys know that I'm a Marine. I eat crayons, but if you really look at where your taxes are going and how many times you have voted to approve this, it's just that it's death by a thousand cuts. You are committing suicide and your family is struggling right now because of Bidenomics, which they've dropped because it doesn't work. Right. Why would you vote for this thing? Now, Natalie, you've got an event coming up here uh, that I think all the audience should be aware of where you're going to be discussing the other side of this. And I say the other side of the conversation because there's a huge campaign and it's always been a huge campaign to yes for kids, vote yes for this bond and levy. And there's never this discussion on the other side. So two things to say about that. Every voter has the right to know both sides. I have been criticized greatly by many teachers um, and people in education right now. And my question to them is, why is it not okay to see both sides? Mm -hmm. Have the information, make an educated vote, that's what we should be doing. So the other side of the conversation is just hearing basically what I've said today. 
Um, I can definitely, I've got some charts and some other things to show, but Thursday, this Thursday, February 8th, 630 at Family of Faith. Come on in. I'll do a short presentation on both Bond and Levy and open it up for questions. So for the audience, that's 1504 West Grace Avenue, Family of Faith Church. Uh, fantastic church. Pastor is Danny Green, who is uh, is quite the activist out here in Spokane. But I highly recommend that you take the time to go out here and hear what Natalie is talking about. Don't take our word for it. Go there and question her. Unlike the school district, you actually approve of getting questions, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I like to research. So I've been told that my facts are not accurate. And, you know, I'm not perfect, but I do actually have you know, research to back it up. Yeah. And this is a totally free event, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So if you actually care about your kids, yes to kids, then go in here and hear the opposing view uh, as far as uh, these bonds and levies go. Go and listen to Natalie and, and then make an educated vote. And, and also, I'm going to say this as well. Follow your vote, please. Yeah. <laughs> Because that is a huge problem. Actually, go online. You can actually track these things. Okay. You can see uh, where, what, where it went through and, and how you voted as well. So watch these things because there's been a number of cases where, uh, you might have voted no and, uh, it, and suddenly it's a yes. Interesting how that works yeah, it or is. it's rejected and people don't even realize that their ballot's been rejected. So you just jump on, I believe it's vote.voter.votewad.org, but we'll have Chris check that. There you go. Super easy. Can I, ask, can I ask you a question on our, our current education system? Because my observations for not just kids, but everyone, in, in speaking in generalities, is that we, we desire to, to know the truth. All right. And so we are naturally curious and we want to explore uh, some of these fascinating topics. I, I, I find education to be fascinating. Right. And, and not all of it. You know, some of it is kind of dull to me. But, you know, I love exploring history and astronomy and, and geology and politics and all, all of this stuff. Right. I love that. And yet our kids are not being taught that in schools. Uh, we've already brought up the critical race theory, which is a house of cards, honestly, when you look at it. But it's also this this gender-affirming care that they've devoted so much time to, to really, all it does is, is really confuse our youth. Well, and their goal right now is to put a medical clinic in every single school. They are very much on the way of doing that. When and you say again, medical clinic, is this going to be like a Planned Parenthood? Well, you're... <laughs> I, I can't tell you Shots, what exactly is going to be there, but why do you need a medical sites? clinic in every school? Yeah. I think that's when we cross boundaries. It's like, let the healthcare do their job and let us do basic education, which we're not doing right now. Yeah. I mean, the, the studies show it, the test grades are showing it. Um, but it's, it's really kind of a, it, it's, it's, it's really a darker agenda when we really get to the, the, the brass tacks of what this is, right? And anyone who has studied the Marxist agenda understands exactly what is going on in our public education system. Uh, and I usually call it an indoctrination system, right? They go after the youth. And this is traditional with, I mean, whoever you want to look at, Mao, Stalin, Hitler, they all go after the youth. And in our current uh, United States of America, that's what we're seeing is they're going after our youth to radically transform them. And if we don't help them, if we don't get in the fight, really, is what it is about, we're going to lose not only our kids, we're going to lose the country as well, well. And I'd like to say, you know, you're talking to parents, or you should be. And if parents are not paying attention, ask questions, ask to see the curriculum. All yeah. of this should be very open and honest, but unfortunately, it's not. And so we need to have those conversations. I have a question. I, I have some friends, I'm not going to name any names, but they're educators in Liberty Lake, uh, 
smaller schools. They're a little bit more steerable. Um, their family is educators. Their dad was a principal. So when you make the conversations with these family members and just say it's absolute garbage and like it offends them, like they, they have kind of like, um, they're also being forced. in the system. Um, they believe that they can like, is it just a matter of time before they're going to be forced? Cause it's like a generational thing. This is like three generations of educators and they hope that they can continue because these principals and teachers, you know, they actually spend good time with the kids and they're Christians and they, they talk to them about God on a remote basis, but it's like, there's a window and things are changing. What are your thoughts on, is it just they're brainwashed or? Some of it's forced and mm -hmm. some of it is definitely an indoctrination in some of the younger generations. I will tell you that teachers I worked with, I held, I still hold to the utmost respect. They are amazing teachers. Mm -hmm. They worked hard. They tried to teach as much as they possibly could. But when you're constantly being told that you must do this and you must add human growth and development, and you must add, add, and it just takes away from basic education. And so I guess I would say, let teachers get back to teaching. That's what they went to school for. Mm -hmm. Let them teach. And just add a couple more things for Spokane schools. They just bought a $6.8 million reading program and it doesn't have writing. So they'll have to go back and add some more money for that. And they just bought a curriculum 10, 12 years ago. We don't need the shiny new curriculum. We don't mm -hmm. need the shiny new building. Let teachers teach because the ones I know are amazing. Can I, can I, I want that just, new system. I mean, look, uh, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. it's just a brief comment, but why not just go back to phonics? Uh, it worked. <laughs> well, I yeah, tried to take exactly. mine away and I hid it yeah. in the closet and I exited weird many math students. style now. <laughs> have you seen the way that they do adding now in, in multiplication? It's just, it's weird. They made it way too difficult. But anyway, I just, the, Proverbs 22 verse six, rate, uh, train up a child in the way that he or she should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. Now, some people think that's just scriptural training, but the, the role, I want to ask you, who, who is that scripture oriented towards in the parents. Bible? The parents. Yeah. I feel like I just got to say to parents out there, you've let the government and local body of educators, and I love you teachers and principals, but you've let them usurp your role. It, it, and, and I would even say p parents and teachers don't want to be the end all. They want to be part of it. And that's probably one of the biggest complaints of teachers is parents just assume the kids don't need help at home or they don't need encouragement or, or, you know, holding their feet to the fires, getting their homework done. Can you guys speak to that? Like parents train up your child because God's going to judge you, not your teachers, not Chris Reichdahl, which he, sh he will and not Jay Ansley, but you just putting a solution is sometimes just putting the pressure back on the parents and it hurts a little bit. I think you're completely accurate. I think, um, if you ever get me started on what's going wrong in education, I always start with a breakdown of the family. So that's where I, I know the Marxist tenant. <laughs> yeah. Completely agree where it started. So yeah. And, and just to, to piggyback off that Gabe, and then I want Natalie to once again announce this event because I want as many people as possible to go to it. Uh, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's the parents' responsibility. And any time that you hear a statement, uh, Joe Biden is fond of these, Kamala Harris, all, all these individuals, that it's that village mentality, right? We're all, they're all of our kids. No, 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 no. They are my kids, and I'm directly responsible for you'll help, you'll raising them up. To God's standard, you'll be judged. Say, they're God's kids, and yeah. he gave them to me to raise. Exactly. Yeah. So Natalie, we got a few seconds left. Uh, pitch this event again. Okay. 
the other side of the conversation this Thursday, February 8th, 630 to 730 at Family of Faith, which is 1504 West Grace Avenue. Yeah, you got to be there. You got to you got to you got to be held responsible for who's educating your kids. And, and, uh, I think most of you will agree our taxes are too high and we should reject this bond and the levy, uh, personally from church and state. So Natalie, thank you for joining us. Appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Church and state is sponsored in part by Patriot church and the constitution party. I'm pastor Gabe. A calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire. With the rise of the BRICS nations, uh, you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency. The United States is not and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail. And my suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value. I might not be a gold or silver guru, but I want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day. So I would definitely recommend every one of you go to BH pm.com all you got to do is look around and see that the price of of everything is increasing gold and silver is on the rise it's being artificially suppressed you want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying please sir can i have some more stop waiting what are you waiting for four years from now prices are going to be absolutely astronomical go to bh-pm.com get a consultation now you definitely want to mention church and state it will get you the best prices it will get you the best consultation advice use church and state when you go to bh-pm.com you do not want to eat synthetic meat if you if you can grow a meat in a lab if, if you want to go ahead and have soylent green on the table feel free to eat this garbage that target's trying to throw out but if you want actual meat that's been freeze-dried it's been then processed by actual human beings Go to griddownchowdown.com. Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows. They hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues. And uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands. If you want a meat that's going to last freeze-dried 10 years or more, this is the product you want. I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church and State. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef. The blood is still in it. You just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal and you are ready to go. And remember, the Holy Word of God tells us, for one person has faith to eat all things, while another who is weak eats only vegetables. That's Romans 14.2. The doctor that I recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl. Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor bar none. You know, this is the great thing about officialsignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in, in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then official signups is not for you. You want to go find the, one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life. Well, if you're looking for a, a doctor for yourself or maybe even a doctor for your family, 
or a doctor who's not going to push vaccines on you, you want to go to officialsynapse.com. You for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialsynapse.com to take part in all the savings, all the great deals for you and your family. MyPillow.com has got more than just pillows. You've got your slippers, your bathrobes. You have towels that actually dry you off, not the kind you buy at Walmart where it's just kind of a slick mess. Uh, they have got some of the best products out there. The sheets are absolutely incredible. I think it's a thousand count. It's, it's the best products you can buy. And the pillows even have silencer technology in it. And so if, if you need a day where you're just gonna scream into your pillow, don't worry, your neighbors won't hear you. Why would you wanna go to Bed Bath & Beyond? First of all, they're out of business. You wanna go support an American-made product. Go to MyPillow.com. And then you're also supporting one of the nation's most, I would say, Jesus-filled in a company that is completely, completely built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you're getting a two-for-one there. You know you've wanted good night's sleep for years. You, you're, you're, you're tossing, you're turning. Just go now. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Church and State. C-H-U-R-C-H-A-N-D-S-T-A-T-E. That's Church and State. This was sacred to God. Now this is exactly why I need some action for my people. Hello, everybody. It's an honor to be with you.